So, Age, what are we doing today? Well, um, I don't know. What? You don't know? I, I know, I know, okay? Look, we ran out of Jurassic World movies, thank God. And on top of it, this is Symptom 300. We gotta do something, you know, special. Okay, true. Um, what if we do, you know, a quick minute review of every symptom we've done? What? I mean, like, starting from the very first symptom, and we give a quick comment on each topic, like a minute per symptom? Oh, you mean like a flash review? Well, that, that I mean, that's a good idea, but that would take like 300 minutes more or less. I mean, besides, you weren't there for all of them anyway, so a bunch of those are early ones with just Scott and I, and they kind of sucked. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, where is Scott anyway? Well, that's a good question. We really need to stop just walking into his house and using the studio. And taking all his food? Watching his TV. Breaking his stuff? Practicing being father with Scarlet. Taking Piper for a walk? Breaking his stuff. Burning his stuff? Seriously, his, his house is a death trap. Catches fire way too easy. Seriously. Oh, yeah, don't forget rifling through his personal papers and, uh... All right, I'm going to stop you right there. Hey, Scott, we were just... Talking about the things in the show. Right, 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 that was it. Right. Um, what, what exactly did you hear? Enough to explain a few things around here. Um, it's not, you see, we were... Save it. I just put Scarlet down for a nap. We don't have a lot of time. But it's the 300th episode. We have to do something special. We need more time for that. Not a problem. I have this. Oh, not the malady ray again. Uh, I don't want to do more time travel. No, this isn't the malady ray. It's the door beyond. Uh, what? It's like the toaster Homer built in the Simpsons Treehouse of Terror episode. It's a door that will take us to mirror realities. A mirror? Oh, crap. Not dimensional travel. I hate dimensional travel. Why not? We haven't done that yet. For a good reason. It sucks. Come on. You like the Star Trek Mirror Mirror episode? Yeah, because they were done in small doses and didn't impact the main narrative. They were just fun jaunts. Now it's used as a vector for all the stupid ideas people have. Why not a Spider-Man pig girl? Arf, 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 arf. You know, instead of blazing new trails, they just come up with stupid alterations of already great ideas. It's like walking up to drunk people at a bar and watching personal friends say, Wouldn't it be cool if... No, it wouldn't be cool to make everyone watch the dumb idea only you and your friends get. It's worse to make it main part of the story. I mean, you could have a point, though. Maybe. But too bad. I still want to see this thing work. I don't think I want to see alternate versions of myself or you guys. Ah, come on. What's the worst? You don't want to see yourself as a fan of J.J. Abrams? No! Never happened. Even if it did, I wouldn't want to talk to him. Don't worry. I'll turn on the invisibility feature where they don't see us. Ah, That's a very convenient one. I still don't want to be a part of this. Too late. I've started the door. Uh, what just happened? We have traveled to another dimension. Ah, we did? I mean, it still looks like the studio. Nothing's changed. 
Hold up. I think Sarah's calling me. Babe. Yeah, what's up? Can you get me Scarlet's diaper bag? On it. What crazy movie is Scott making you watch today? I forgot even though he texted me three times already. With links. (laughs) Oh, babe. Why don't you just scroll back? Yeah, I could do that. Anyway, not sure we're meeting this week. I have bowling Monday night, horse racing Tuesday, Scarlet swim class, and another toddler time Wednesday, bowling league Thursday, softball Friday, golf Saturday morning, followed by softball makeup game, then Scarlet swim class, then my nephew's bar mitzvah, then my other nephew's birthday, then a cookout, then flag football, then on Sunday my niece's bad mitzvah, then niece's graduation, Jen's surgery, gotta feed Brian's hogs, another round of flag football, then finish Saturday night with Sunday night with Brian's birthday graduation surgery recovery cookout. Maybe I could squeeze them in Monday night after sports talk chat barf with RJ on my next failed attempt at a quick rant asunder America podcast. Uh, wow. Rage Scott. This I, is weird. I do not sound like that. Uh, you kind of do at times. You ever try scheduling yourself, Scott? Yeah, you do. Well, at least A-Rage knows what it's like. Yeah, and he never gets those America Sunday little quick rants done either. Oh, he'll get around to it. He's got great ideas for both, I'm sure. Okay, enough of this. Next. Wow, Scott, this place is nice. It's a great house. Let's look around. Isn't that like breaking and entering? Invisible, remember? Ah, good point, and we normally do that anyway. Wow, an arcade with all the classics? Look, Altered Beast, TMNT, Simpsons, old Atari classics, all organized by year. A game room, even. It's got pool table, foosball, a fully stocked bar. Check out the back deck. It's got a pool, a pool house, jacuzzi, and a barbecue setup. Wow, there's a lot of space here. Check out these cars. One, two, three, four, five luxury sedans all in one giant garage. Whoa, guys, check this out. Over here above the mantle. Ooh, is this an award? Podcast of the Year Award. Sci-Fi Melody 2023 for excellence and longevity? Look, there's pictures of us with celebs. Some of them have notes like, Oh my God, here's George Lucas saying keep on casting. Hey, here's one from Joe Rogan, dated last week. Let's see, it says, One day I hope to be as big as you guys? Holy crap, Melody is bigger than Joe Rogan in this dimension? No wonder this place is awesome. Still thinking interdimensional travel is bad, Rage? I'm having a change of heart. I, uh, wait a sec. Who is this I'm with? Is that me? No. Me with J.J. Abrams? (laughs) Oh, I gotta see it. Let me look. Let me look. Oh, and it's a note with it. What does it say? To my biggest super fan, the Rage Master. You are the reason I have a career. You are the reason I made any movie. Without you, I'd just be a schlub pumping gas in a mystery box. My biggest super fan, the Rage Master. Signed, J.J. Abrams. Oh, we found it! (laughs) No! This can't be happening! This must be the irony dimension. Give me that machine! We are not staying! No! I want this house in fame! No, Thomas! Thomas, help! No, it'll all be over soon! (sighs) Ah, that was close. Why did you do that? 
We were rich. We could have killed our other selves and lived like kings. Kings! I don't call being a JJ superfan kingship. Scott, I can't believe I'm going to be the one to have to say this, but murdering our other selves wouldn't have been ethical. Usually you're the one reminding us of those type of things. You're right. Well, Mark, you dodged that bullet. Let's see where we are now. Well, <clears throat> looks like we're back in the studio and it sounds like Scott is casting with Ethan? So, for all those reasons and more, I give War of the Gargantuans 10 out of 10. How about you, Ethan? Oh, yeah, Scott, I, I agree. Uh, this is a real gem that comes out of the Toho studio. Uh, there's just no denying that. It's shot extremely well. Uh, the, the cinematography is great. The set pieces are phenomenal. I mean, just, just to see this guy in the gargantuan suit just ripping through sections of Tokyo, it's just an, this movie is just an absolute joy. Uh, I'm right there with you, 10 out of 10. I don't think you could review it any other way. Well, I guess that brings us to the end. Ethan, what are you up to these days? Yeah, uh, I'm doing a couple of things right now. I've got my own show, Geekly Retrospect, on the Wannabe Network. Uh, go check us out over there. Uh, Gabe and I also do uh, Punch Counter Punch uh, whenever we feel like it. But uh, yeah, we're, we're plugging along over there on the Wannabe Network, so check us out. Uh, and then also, I've got that, uh, that, that little podcast, uh, Drive Back the Night, an Andromeda Series podcast. Uh, check it out, too, if you like uh, sci-fi series and uh, episode reviews of Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda. So check us out over there. So, Scott likes monster movies, and Ethan is doing the same thing. I guess so. Nothing much to see here. Next! Ah, studio seems normal, except it's missing all the Star Trek stuff. Oh, hey, listen, it's Scott. Quick Rants, episode 56. Oh, I guess this Scott's better on shows than you, too. Shut up about Star Trek already. Ah, man, this is going to be a spicy take. Everyone keeps talking about modern Trek, how awesome it is, how the acting and effects are great, and how it really makes you examine the human condition. Well, it's time for me to chime in. Star Trek sucks. Uh, what? Did I just hear that right? Yes, sickies, you heard right. One of the Malady Men hates one of the cornerstones of modern sci-fi. Here's why. What's to explore about the human condition? We suck. We're motivated by greedy, self-serving interests. And you know what? The Federation doesn't even make sense. There's no money. There's no such thing as a cashless economy. The Enterprise, it costs something. That flying Hilton in space, it costs a lot. And you know what they do with their big warship? They send it around to host conferences and weddings and chess tournaments. I don't see the USS Nimitz hosting a chess tournament or a dart contest or a boardroom summit meeting of the Fortune 500. It doesn't make sense, and it has a terrible track record with treating women. Try to treat women the way Captain Kirk does. You're going to jail every single time. Let me tell you something about Star Trek. It's unrealistic, it sucks, and you know what? There's nothing to explore about the human condition. We're crappy bags of meat, people. We suck, and a show that pretends that we're anything other than that sucks too. Wow. I never thought I'd see the day. This is kind of shocking, really. I'm just shocked. I've heard this. enough. I've heard enough. I could stand here a little more. Rage, we left the Abrams loving you behind. Eh, he has a point. That's fair. 
Fine. Go ahead, Scott. Get us out of here. And another reason it sucks. Back to our studio so soon? Not sure it's ours. Looks like there's movie posters from recent movies. The sequel trilogy is here? And the Kurtzman Trek stuff? Oh, look. Notes from the Paramount Halo series. Oh, these versions of us are actually reviewing this one. Hey, Mark, and this one, they actually got it right. Lay off. We'll get to it. Anyway, what do the notes say? Surprisingly good things. Looking over the rips and picks, it really looks like mostly picks. Only rip is it's kind of a long series? Interesting. Hey, here's some of the episodes they saved. <laughs> well, I'm intrigued by all of this. Play a few. Okay, here's The Last Jedi. Let me play the ending. So bottom line, sickies, Ryan Johnson really nailed this story. Snoke is that much closer to conquering the galaxy, but the Republic is still holding out. Meanwhile, Luke has what he was looking for, finished Rey's training, and they are on their way, ready to roll out to stop Kylo Ren. I can't wait to s tell you guys what happens next in The Rise of Skywalker. In the meantime, you can listen to... Wow, in this dimension, Last Jedi was actually good? Yeah, we'll have to see that. Ooh, Abrams Trek, the first one. Oh, let's check it out. 2009 Star Trek really fills the gap between Enterprise and TOS seamlessly. We get a good view of the Earth-Romulan War, and we get to see the geopolitics of the universe. It also introduces us to the Kirk family in a really interesting way. Anything to add, Ethan? No, not really much more to add to that. Just that if you like Star Trek, if you like this... Uh, you're going to love Andromeda. And it's also by Gene Roddenberry. And you can kind of see how the best parts of that show really kind of influenced this film. Well, I'm blown away. A good Abrams Trek movie. Ooh, ooh, my turn. I want to see... The, play the Halo one. Play the Halo one. Can do. I don't think this job could have really done a better job. With its Master Chief. I mean, it's an accurate way of showing Reach and the Spartans program to the first encounter with the Covenant. You can see the showrunners really cared and loved the source material. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I really like how they show the origin of the Arbiter, too. I mean, it is just a little bit, but they do it such justice. I don't know about you, Thomas, but Hollywood has only been producing hits in the last 10 years. Wow. Ugh. Is it just me or is everything good here? It sure looks like. I mean, see those notes? Nothing reviewed and made in the last 10 years has gotten less than an 8 on our show. I feel like staying here for a good while. I'd love the chance to see a, the good Halo. Or Star Wars also being a home run again. Or Trek. Hey, let's look at one more. Demolition Man. Watch, we probably think this one sucks. <laughs> yeah, right. Alright, go ahead. Alright, that's what I like about this film. But Thomas, I think you had something to add. Yeah. I found this film problematic. Its description of peace and ethics, well-being as bad, the peace nature of everyone is weak, and the oppressive violence and toxic masculinity were praised for more. And this movie does not consider intersectionality of any kind. What the smeg? Am I hearing this right? Young men are being taught that violence is okay, and that women, like Sergeant Bullocks, are damsels, damsels that have to be rescued. 
The future was right to declare John Spartan a dangerous relic of the past and needing to be forgotten. I can't believe I'm hearing this. Never did I consider the day. Don't you dare say it. Thomas is an SJW in this dimension. No, Thomas, put the knife down. No, he has to die. Remember what you said, ethics. Screw ethics, this one has to go. Scott, quick, the door. Jeez, Thomas, you nearly killed that other you. <laughs> Ooh, if I know it, me, I don't. <laughs> I should have. It's next time, SJU, next time. Ah, you guys weren't going to save him next time. Okay, anyway, uh, moving along, where are we now? Looks like a very small room. Yeah. Talk about a downgrade. Look at all the half-eaten Mexican and ramen cups. Ugh. I've never seen so many Naruto posters in my life. It's like being in a store. Is that... Rock? Tall enough to be him, but without the long hair. He's got some long hair. I don't think a skullet counts. He also has a blonde beard, and he seems to be an Ohio State fan. Welcome back, sickies, to sports and sci-fi. I am the Ruckmaster. That's right, Scott Thomas Ruckstar, master of his own rage. The Ruckmaster. And I'm going to bring all 12 of you, my loyal listeners, all of the highlights in sports and sci-fi. Shut up, dog! Sorry. This week, we're going to talk about the movie Jurassic World Dominion. And we're going to be joined by our friend, my bestest friend, Ethan. But, but first, let's go over the last game between Ohio State and Michigan right after this break. Uh, Rockmaster? Is he all three of us mushed together? That's jacked up. I smell someone. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, who are you guys? Crap. He's looking at us. Um, I thought the machine had a hide function. It did. We must have bumped the switch off fighting with you in the last dimension. Hide! Too late! Wait, no, 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 no. No, don't hide. Friends. Where did you, where did your friends come from? Uh, you're not going to believe this, but we're Scott, Rage, and Thomas. We're your personality type separator. We run a podcast, Malady, Sci-Fi, Malady. For our 300th episode, we're traveling between dimensions for some reason, and in our dimension, you're just rock, and you are actually pretty cool, and do our editing. Wait, what? I'm... I'm cool? And I can do editing? Uh, why did you say all that? I panicked. Wait, you can't edit? No. I can barely use this computer. I need other editors to show and tell me how to do everything. Without any of those guys, I I never get anything done. Wait, 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 I, I got it. Take me with you. Please take me with you. What? No, you have to take me with you. My life sucks here. The show only gets about 12 listeners, except when Ethan's on, then it's thousands but those are just his listeners from his shows coming to listen to him i need him or or any of my editors to edit for me because i can't figure it out 
My abuelita hates me. I have no friends. I hate this skullet. Please just take me with you. Gotta go now. Well, that was just about the most depressing thing I've ever seen. Did you see that room? Yeah, do you see this one? Scott, did we just travel to a different time or something? No, it's it's a different dimension. A lot of Star Trek stuff. It looks like Dennis Nedry's apartment and desk. Smells like his butt after he died, too. Uh, that came from back there. All right, well, I guess let's check it out. I mean, do we have to? We came here against my will, so yes. <sighs> okay, fine. See, hey, there's a guy over there by the computer. He's a mess. Yeah, I know. From behind, he looks like the World of Warcraft guy from that South Park episode. It looks like he's playing Star Trek Online. Hey, look, Rage, the Communist Manifesto, Tata. This gotta be you. Ha. Ha ha. That's what happens, Ferengi scum, when you bring your capitalist crap against the Social Republic of the Federation. Jerk. That doesn't sound like me. Who's he talking to? Uh, it must be someone online that he's fighting against. Look, he has a headset on. Bring it on, imperialist Klingon swine. The people are ready for you in solidarity. Holy crap, it... <laughs> Can't be. No way. <laughs> it is. Scott's a communist Trekkie! And he's a loser. Look, a stack of termination notices next to his pizza box. Oh, hey, his phone's ringing. Bleh. Work can suck a tribble. I have a federation to defend against losers like the Romulan imperialists. Time to finish this off with my flagship, the Admiral Jean-Luc Kirk. Admiral, this is your commander, Grand Admiral Thrawn Kennison. Send in Eternia and Optimus Prime groups. Wow. Just wow. This is too priceless. Look at these other texts on his phone. What now? He's... He's text-stalking Sarah, begging her to unblock him on Facebook so he can see her pictures of... Uh, Rage, you can stop now. Yeah, now it's just sad. Can can we go? I feel sick. Is that the communism? Or the smell? Both. All of it. Okay, fair enough. You did let us leave our terrible selves, so it's only fair... I'm still going to go back and get my old self. What? Uh, nothing. Go on, Scott. Hey, Scott, we're back at your old place. Still decorated like it was years ago, before we started this whole thing. Yeah, the studio has the same setup and gear as those early days, and the chair's not broken. Hey, listen. It's us talking from the living room. I don't know, Scott. A sci-fi podcast? Who would listen to that? Who would care what we think? You'd be surprised. Besides, I kind of envision this as three friends having a friendly chat about what we love. That's what people like. Really? I I don't know, man. To be fair, Scott, there's a lot of podcasts. What would we do to make ourselves different? I'm just saying, we can try it. I started a sports talk podcast with TJ, and we're just having fun. 
I just think this could be a great idea and way to spend time with my two closest friends since elementary school. This me has been around a while? That's it. I gotta turn off the invisibility feature or these guys will never cast. Well, I think this would just suck. I'll pass. You guys can do it. It doesn't work without you. Whoa. I need you to be part of this. Yeah, what's the difference? What would I offer? Don't sell yourself short, man. You do a lot. What the? Who are... Did you just come out of... Is that us? Believe it or not, it is, Rage. We're from another dimension. Huh, that sounds pretty stupid. Uh, yeah, you would say that. <sighs> See? Even alternative version of me hates this crap. None of this makes any sense. Uh, Scott, let me explain. See, we're you guys from another dimension. There are a lot of different versions of us, believe me. Except for Ethan, weirdly enough. He's the same guy everywhere. He's like Uatu or something. Who, who is Ethan? Never mind about that. You'll see. Trust me. The thing you need to know for now is that you guys are going to make a great podcast. We'd know. We're on our 300th symptom. You what? Don't worry about it. You'll see. Or maybe you won't. But the point is, Scott's right. You guys can do something great. Plus, you have one advantage we didn't have. What's that? Uh, you three are already together. Right. We didn't hit our stride till Thomas showed up, and that was a lot later. But you guys can start off together and forge something great. So I gotta ask, are we, uh, are we rich and famous in your place? Ultra-capitalists, even? Don't worry about that. Just focus on having fun and making a great show. Well, how do we do that? Right. You got any tips? I sure do. Just turn on the microphones every week. Have a conversation. Talk like you do each and every week in this living room before you start playing Palladium. And that will be a great podcast. Pretend the microphones aren't even there. That's the secret. It's a conversation with three friends, and you want the listeners to feel that they're just listening in to a conversation with their three buddies. Yeah, definitely. And don't forget to, you know, sometimes just don't always let Mark choose the movies. Stay away from certain titles, ones we shall not name. And also, let him start doing similes. He loves those. Just, I know you already know Rage, but just let it go. Let him run with it. Right. Oh, and also, Rage... Don't get discouraged when your ideas are being shot down. Keep trying them, but when people say no or they don't work out, it doesn't mean you should stop trying something new. You're right to ask, what are we doing differently? That's the right attitude to take, but don't get upset when the different thing didn't work. Just move on. Wow, sounds like you guys are doing great. Something like that. I have no regrets. Neither do I. Or me. So what do you say, Mark? You ready to try to be that character guy I made up? Okay, I'll try it. Why not? Ooh, let's be ironic and call Thomas S.J. Thomas. Better not. Better not. Believe us. You better not. Okay, then just Thomas. Thank you. Well, guys, we gotta go. Have fun. Thanks for the tips. Us? You got it. Stay sick. Er, excuse me. 
Stay sick, sickies. What? Never mind. Hey, look, another dimension. This one looks exactly like our studio. That's because it is. We're back. Yeah, I think we've had enough. Besides, I'm out of plutonium to run the door. Plutonium? Are you saying this sucker's nuclear? No, this sucker's electric, but I need plutonium to generate the 1.21 gigawatts of electricity needed to break the interdimensional barrier. 1.21 gigawatts? Yeah, you know, 1.21 gigawatts? Come on, you guys, you get it? Uh, no. You know, 1.21 gigawatts? Uh, are you guys sure we're in the right dimension? Yeah, what exactly are you talking about? You know, Doc Brown, Morning McFly, Back to the Future. How did we miss that reference? Somehow, in this dimension, the Hawking radiation generated by the mini black hole singularity that are used to power the door must have warped something in the space-time continuum that Robert Zemeckis never existed. But somehow... Now that Thomas brings it up, we can remember it because of quantum entanglement with our other selves in the alternate universe. We're probably not back in the prime universe, but it's probably close enough. No, 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 Scott. We're good. I just IMDB'd it. We just, uh, for some reason, forgot. It's weird. Okay, whatever. I'm I'm taking the things and destroying it. It's not enough. We've had plenty of problems with this thing already. That's probably for the best. Yeah, like I told you, multidimensional storytelling sucks. Destroy that thing. Anyway, same time next week? Sure thing. Yeah! Alright then. Stay six, sickies. better but overall it's okay so seven thomas yeah i agree but i have problems with how it portrayed a non-standard communities for starters there wasn't enough of them probably because you know you know non-standard creators i think what the my door my wall sarah's gonna kill us she may kill you too I got the third. I'm coming looking for the SJW me. Oh crap, he's got a shotgun! Thomas, look out! No alternate versions of the Rage Master, Thomas, or Scott were harmed in the making of this audio. Thank you, and have a wonderful evening. So while I've got a hot mic here and a quiet house, uh, I just wanted to drop you guys a little bit of an audio postcard just to say congratulations on 300 episodes. I mean, man, I've been a pod, I've been podcasting for over 10 years. I know what it takes to, to put a show together and to do it as regularly as you guys have um, and to hit 300 episodes of uh, what's been a, a really great podcast to listen to. It's just a, 
it's just phenomenal. It's a milestone, and you guys are to be commended uh, for the time, the effort, the commitment that you guys have put into this. Um, I don't know what your listenership is. Uh, I've never asked, and it doesn't matter because you guys are doing what you're doing. You guys continue to sound like you're having fun. And that's what that's what drew drew me to listening on a regular basis. Uh, the subject matter, yes, pulled me in, but then to to feel like I'm sitting in the room with you guys, uh, being part of the conversation, uh, that's always the thing that's kept me coming back. And so it's uh, I, I've been with it for what 130, 140 episodes that I've been listening. And it just continues to be a joy to listen to. And I look forward to every show week after week. And uh, it's been fun to listen and get to know you guys through your conversations. But then also the added bonus of you guys bringing me in, having me on the show, collaborating with me. Uh, Man, just just icing on the cake. And uh, so congratulations. 300 is a massive milestone. Here's to 300 more. And I guess the only thing left for me to do is to, um, well, as Corn saying, uh, keep on getting down with the sickness. Aloha. Uh, this is mostly for Thomas, Mark, and Scott. Um, I'm taking a page out of Ethan's book. I saw that he had left you guys an awesome audio postcard, and I thought that I would as well. Um, I have, as Ruckstar, been editing for Sci-Fi Malady since I want to say one, one seventy-nine or one eighty. Uh, so I've done over a hundred. I was here when you guys passed two hundred, which was Oh, a little over a year and a half ago, and then now being here on 300, uh, it has been so fun uh, just to become who we are together. Uh, It's been amazing to sit down here and just watch you guys have fun reviewing all of these either crappy or amazing movies. You guys have put in so much hard work just for this, and it's really shown especially when I talk to each of you, just how much you love doing this. Um, I can't wait for many more episodes of Sci-Fi Malady. I'm going to keep it real brief. Uh, You guys have been awesome. I can't wait to do more work with you, just Raving Lunatic in general. And uh, here's to many more years of Sci-Fi Malady. Cheers! Raving Lunatic! (laughs) Ha ha ha!